Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. We're super excited to kick off the week with another Mindset Monday episode. Thank you for anyone that drops a comment, one or two that we get here and there on the YouTube channel. This is still a baby channel. For those that don't know, we do have a YouTube channel. Make sure to go ahead and while you're listening, open up the YouTube tab, go ahead and type in the next level show will pop up and go ahead and subscribe, hit that button and just become part of the next level show YouTube family. Um, anyways, boys, how are you guys doing? Good. You know, this, uh, the, the little conversation that we had just before about, you know, Ant-Man and Giant-Man and Daredevil and all that stuff. It's really cool. Like, I remember like, like being able to watch those movies, like in the theater was such a cool experience. I'm so glad that I got to experience that and that it's continuing like with those, the, I, don't, I don't know if you guys saw, but the Eternals. Oh uh, my goodness. Trailer yes. that just came out. Yeah. Like that just like, there's a group of superheroes that I've never really gave a shit about. Cause I never knew anything about them. And now like I'm instantly like reinvigorated, like super excited to go and start watching Marvel movie again, you know, like mm-hmm. it's super exciting. And I can't wait to see Rob Stark and Jon Snow in Marvel. It's going to be great. Yeah. When I saw the, well, when I first heard the announcement, they were going to make a movie. I was just like, eh, I mean, I guess maybe I'll go see it. Um, they tried to make Eternals a thing a couple of years back when they try to phase out the X-Men and they try to replace them with them, but it never worked. And I saw the trailer and I'm all, all the way in. Yeah. All, all, all the way. Super excited for those. And then I don't know, is that Jonathan, did you see the, the trailer? No. Okay. Is that Galactus? No. It's not it's Galactus. Cel- it's a Celestial. It's Galactus, not a Celestial? No. Okay. I didn't know that. It looked. It oh, looked they have, like a, they have uh, weird ass me. names. I don't know. I don't know the names of them. I just know what they look like, or th- I knew that that one was one. I want to say he shows up twice at the end for sure. And doesn't another one come up in the beginning? Uh, maybe I know that Perhaps. they've shown like giant figures before. I think in like one of the one of the um, Guardians movies, maybe with the Power yeah. Stone. Yeah. Well, the 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 place no is the is a head of a celestial. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wonder how that came to be. Okay. Well, there we go. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yes. And then we get Shang-Chi and fucking Marvel did Disney you, funded Kung Fu movie. I can't wait. Did you see about that? Who's who's going to be on the, in the, in the movie? No. Kyle Kingsbury. Is it Kyle Kingsbury? The Mandarin from uh, Iron Man 3. Oh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. I was close. Sir it Ben close. Kingsley to it you. Close. Um, maybe that's why I left out the sir. Yeah. Who the hell is that? Kyle Kingsley? Yeah, no, I okay. literally am so lost right now, but I'll take your guys' word for it. I'll check it out most likely. I've just been yeah, kind of just... out of the loop. I've been out of the loop with things like that. Honestly, this. Uh... Well, I should have. We should have. Uh, that name should have rang a bell because Kyle Kingsley is apparently an MMA fighter. I don't know why the hell that name came, came into my head. Yeah, the name did ring a bell, but still. Um, it's kind yeah. of it's it's been a long it's been busy days, man. I've been I'm kind of mentally pooped right now, but oh yeah, not in, a, not, in a, not in a bad way. I just been, I had a lot of information to go over. I've been kind of uh, speaking with investors and stuff, and just getting my like life in order. Um, so a lot of numbers, a lot of things I have to like read and like look into. So my eyes right now are like tired. But amen. That's that's the life the of, 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 of the being problems. independently wealthy, right? 
This is true. <laughs> got to coordinate with this. your offshore accounts. and No, it's like anyone listening to this will come and think I'm a, I'm a target. You know, I'm worth like, well, dude, you'll be practicing at that. Like <laughs> for the real deal, because I'm not there yet. Um, yet. No, man, it's been, it's all good problems, right? It's all stuff like that. I'm not, it doesn't put you like. It's not stressing. It's not stressed out. It's more so just like, ah, damn, like it's a lot of reading. It's, it's staring at a screen, looking at it, thinking, making decisions, all just tiring the brain out and not enough caffeine in the day to keep me going. So I know it's about that time for nap time, but before nap time, we had to knock out this podcast because we have some good stuff to share with our listeners. Like always, when do we do not have good stuff? Always good stuff. Speaking of good, well, we're, I guess, I don't know, interesting stuff, weird stuff. I guess I would probably put it. Did you guys hear about the thing? Um, I want to say it was announced yesterday about the, the yeah, the thing. The oh, thing. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, see? No, the, with um, OnlyFans. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they're going out of business. Yeah, no, essentially they're, they're going to. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they will. October 1st, they will, because they're going to ban all like uh, pornography, all kind of like anything related to that. I mean, I guess it would uh, it would affect you directly, Jonathan. So just make sure to pivot slightly off of your from your channel. Yeah, you're gonna have um, to, to reconfigure your business model, Jonathan. Exactly. Well, <laughs> get the investors while you can. We warned you. <laughs> they might pull out. <laughs> like, damn, you guys are you guys are like putting me on the spot. Well, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> no, yeah, I actually did. I, I did actually uh, hear about that. Call, like, well, I want to say like a day or two ago. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, dude, it's official. I mean, we talked about this a couple months ago or like a couple episodes ago, whenever that was when we, when I gave you guys kind of like an update on like what that world was like and what was going on. And, and that was a possibility because uh, I don't know the, I don't know the nuances with like how uh, they're monetizing. And I kind of like look more into it and, and basically like, I'm, a, I'm curious because they make, I believe, I want to say 20% of oh. each person, like, you know, what the person's revenue and some people are making like $100,000 a month, you know, a hundred hundred thousand dollars a month. And you look and think about it. That's like easily like $20,000 a month per person. Easy in that case. Right. So it's, um, it's very interesting, like how they're going to, I guess my, my thoughts on it the reason as to why they're and for people that don't know what OnlyFans is or haven't heard of it OnlyFans is like a subscription-based account a social media account that you can subscribe to whoever you want who you ever want to follow in most cases it has a stigma for uh porn basically it's just you know you subscribe to your favorite girl or whoever you like to watch and they they put they put out the content of you know whatever they want to you know show it's not all uh, pornography there's people that have actually like cooking channels stock channels like stuff that like music. Actually have music channels so but the problem is that you hear only fans for the people that know about it they instantly think uh nudity they think pornography and uh, i'm not sure if they're gonna censor like bikini pictures or something like i don't think so but i think it's just more like straight up nudity and just straight up porn yeah. um which is why some of these people subscribe to these people anyways. But I, even though it's going to take a hit, right. For some of these people that just make money strictly on just showing like that side of things. I know there's a lot of like models that don't, don't show nudity, but they're very like explicit pictures as far as like bikinis and lingerie that technically still probably doesn't fall under porn. 
they can still monetize. I mean, I, I don't foresee it going away anytime soon. It just will change the direction. But I also think the biggest thing is other countries have different laws. Since it's a global thing, um, since other countries are probably coming on board and accepting this, like, you know, um, these applications and stuff and usage and their, of their people, it's like they probably have to reinforce some of these things because they're not as liberal and free as we are here in the United States. So that's probably my take on what's going on. So yeah. with, with uh, some specifics or some, some data right there. So allegedly there's more than 2 million creators and those creators have earned more than 5 billion since the company started in 2016, according to them, allegedly mm-hmm. oh, yeah. around 16,000 creators earn at least 50,000 annually and more than 300 earn at least a million annually so those are some specific numbers now as far as to why they did that it was more it was because they're um they uh garnered investors and uh people like visa and mastercard they're like they'd rather not be associated with certain uh, with that type of content so they're starting to um to uh, i guess to cut down on what is, is is shown now allegedly there was a leak that said um even when um, there are certain kind of restrictions, uh, which there would be, you think that there might not be any, but there are some restrictions there. Um, top channels were kind of like, you know, given a lot of leeway. And if they were to break uh, one of these restrictions or laws or, that they, or, or rules that they would have, they would kind of like just let them go because there's such a, a large channel to that platform. So that's kind of, I guess, to why. And also, you, you know, things might go under the radar that you really wouldn't, regardless, such as like, you know, I guess things with minors or you know, things that yeah. probably, you know, not so great to have regardless. Um, those are the reasons as to why they're starting. They're going to just, I guess, put a, put that limit there uh, October 1st. There's people I mean, that have, uh, go ahead, Mike. Well, as, as soon as I heard that, I immediately, um, going going back to Marvel, I, I in my head, I heard Red Skull say, cut off one head and two more will take its place. I mean, exactly. even if they get rid of this website and, you can't They're show go even a fraction else. of a nipple. There's going to be a new website and it's going to be bigger and better and it's going to take over and it'll just be replaced. I mean, that's, Correct. that's just the way the internet I works. Think, I, I right now think that's where it, I'm not sure if it started. I, I don't know what the original uh, type of website was this, but I know for, I don't know if Snapchat still does it, but I know Snapchat for a while was giving like, um, I don't know, like a, an exclusive Snapchat account. I don't know like what the name was that they use, but it was just like, it was just something with Snapchat and Snapchat has that fame. Also that stigma of uh, <laughs> it obviously was a big thing when it first came out, but then when all these other accounts started adopting that, that quick instant message, video picture type uh, communication, Snapchat started losing. I think it's, it's uh it's popularity. Um, mm-hmm. People don't use it as much It's still used a lot, but it has a stigma now of like cheating. You know, people use it to kind of, talk to people because the account the conversation is delete now only fans when people have that cooking channels they have fitness channels they have stock channels they have all these other things it's interesting because even though that is a possibility how to run this uh, platform it's um you when you hear it if you if you know any even just that slightest side of it you think instantly like oh that's a that's a that's a sex uh subscription that's a script a sex social media whatever platform mm-hmm. um you don't think of anything else it's just yeah. it's crazy once you taint it with that it's hard to like look at it as other things and ironically enough technically instagram you can post almost very explicit stuff very borderline stuff so i guess like it's all social media platforms you can take it to this extent but um 
but yeah, with OnlyFans, and it, <laughs> the problem I hear I see here is like for the people that do make a lot of money doing this, it's going to be an adjustment for them. But I think, like Mike says, other ones will come out and they'll be able to do it the same. There's, there's always a way around it. There's always going to be people like that. There's going to be a market for this and they're going to continue to do this. But I understand their move. It's smart on their behalf because they want to continue to grow as a company. So it's a hard choice they have to make. But hey, I mean, they're they're not losing at the end of the day. They're going to they're still going to gain some type of um you know, future progress. Uh, ironically enough, the person that joined in, I don't know what they, what they post or anything, but um, it was, remember that girl years ago that came out, I think it was on the Dr. Phil show and her, she was the girl that said, uh, catch me outside. Catch me how outside. about that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she made that meme. And that was a big thing a couple years ago. She, I think made a million dollars in one day and she opened her account first day. $1 million. She made the most amount of money than anyone else on that platform next to Bella Thorne, I think is her name. Um, and they literally just yeah. crushed the accounts. Like they just, you know, obliterated everything, but um, it's crazy. This chick like literally just got famous off that one line. And now she has like all this uh, clout and notoriety for nothing inherently. <laughs> I think I think I read an article about that. That actually disturbed me more than anything else when I read about that because she made a she made all that money. Like she started post she posted that picture after she turned eighteen. I think I is what what it was. was. I think I I don't know what picture it was either. But I remember reading an article about it, and basically what I gathered from it was there was a bunch of sweaty dweebs waiting around for this girl to turn 18 so they could describe look at naked pictures of her i mean i don't think that's what i understand i don't even know i don't even know if she had nudity i don't know the extent of her content but um i don't know i I don't know that that world that world is very big i know person i know people personally that do it you know and and they're not all nudity they do modeling pictures are very attractive girls and from what I understand, they don't do nude, but it's still like people make pick money off peak pictures. You know, it's just weird. It's like to me, I understand as to why, even though porn is free, why people subscribe to this. And it boils down to human connection, human interaction. It, it makes the person yep. subscribing to this feel as if they are the fantasy or the, the feeling like it, they're, they're connected to this person, even if they don't post nude. Even if they don't post, um, you know, actively active videos or none of that. So it's very, it's, it's, it's interesting how the psychology of the human works. Like, as far as like, you're justifying, like, oh, you would think as a dude, logically, from a logical standpoint, I'm not going to pay if I can watch, you know, X-rated content for free. And it's like, no, it's not the point. The point is I want to feel like there are these people that probably never had a girlfriend, never interact with the opposite sex. It's not just one it's not even about that it's about the quote-unquote experience so i'm like well i mean dude it's crazy how there's a market literally for everything yeah i'm sure you uh every, everyone is subscribed to yours because of that connection that you build with your community right but people you're, you're gonna keep saying that and people are gonna believe you eventually if they don't but already it, <laughs> but it's true what are you talking about Stupid. Dude. Um, so we have like actually some uh, informative stuff for you listeners. If we haven't lost you already with all the um, talk, we're no experts in this, but this is stuff. I actually just came across this stuff two days ago. 
And uh, I watched an in-depth like thing and conversation, like what they're suspecting, what's going to happen and, and and all this news and stuff. So I was like, hmm, oh shit. It's actually like, it became official. We knew it was coming. Just didn't know when. Um, in other words, other news, we need a transition sound like to make a nice little bring, little like song, you know? So cue. would it be more like a, like a DJ scratch, like a, like a hard scratch or would no, it be like I, a I, sharp turn? Or no, is that my like, sound? that'd be your sound when you like want to okay. say something probably, but no, like when we right. like, it's like, Oh, that actually the commercials, bam, 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 bam. Just next part, next segment. Or we can even use the sound effect that they use for the old Batman, just a little, a little zoom oh. in and out. That'd be pretty cool. No, you know what? We're, what about um, like in it. the, uh, when like the super friends, they're like, meanwhile, in the, yes like Super something like the old <laughs> that would actually be something like it would be more us it would be more yes. definitely our style yes anywho we have a good topic lined up today because uh it falls under strictly the fitness physical side of things but it also plays a huge role with us with our coaching with our clients from a psychological level and um the topic at hand obviously if you see the title if you look at the show notes um, forgot to mention that at the beginning, but yeah, show notes, you can go exactly to where we break down each part of this that I think is super important for a lot of you listeners that are going through this. Um, most of the people that sign up when they, they want to get in shape for most part, I think, I think it's safe to say like over 80% that hire people that hire coaches is, is something to do with weight loss. I'm pretty, I think it's a pretty safe bet. I'm not, a, I'm not cool. Don't quote me, but I think like it's a high, definitely on a high end uh, people that do it, something to do with weight loss and fat loss. Not the no. majority of them plurality for sure. For, for absolutely, yeah, I would and say. and it's it's not a bad thing because our 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 job for a lot of people is to get them into a healthier shape. We know that leaner bodies are typically better have better health markers if other other factors are taken into account. Um, it minimizes risk of certain potential illnesses, uh, chronic diseases, you name it. So definitely being at a certain range of uh, body fat is ideal for health. Now we, we talk a lot about being in a calorie deficit. The only way to lose weight is being in a calorie deficit, eating less calories, strength training, being patient, losing weight over time, and then getting lean. Now that is one small part of being in shape. I think that a lot of people just look at when they think about getting in shape, it's all about getting down to the ideal body weight. It's all about the diet. It's all about the restriction, but I don't think a lot of people ever approach their fitness um, once they get there, or um, even the, this doesn't even come across that this is an option for them because they're like, you know what? I'm just trying to be lean. I don't want to be big. I don't want to be bulky. Uh, but a lot, everyone benefits from this. And it's from, you know, eating in a calorie surplus, intentionally eating more calories, not dieting and then taking a break and then having that like whatever mentality. That's not what we're saying, even though that's that happens as a, as a result of you getting tired of your diet or you're off, you're, you're no longer following a program. You just go back to the normal way you were eating. Typically what happens is a rebound. Now, if you strategically plan for long, uh, long-term maintenance slash, uh, with some bulks in there with some like, calorie surpluses, I know bulking has like a, Oh my God, that's like, that's big. That means big. But, um, for my guys, definitely, dude, if you, if you're a skinny guy, you haven't put in the time to build muscle, you definitely need to be spending more time in the bulking building phase. Uh, if, even if you're my ladies, ladies, I want to develop uh, nice legs and nice glutes and those pictures that p- people, you know what I'm talking about, the people, the pictures that your clients will show you, I don't know, this is goals right here. Uh, this is this girl right here or this guy, dude, I want to look like that. And we know 
that that amount of muscle that they have, they spend at least a good, probably 10 years of training consistently to have that nice, uh, mature aesthetic frame, unless they were just genetically gifted and they just had it since they were a kid. But a lot of the physiques that people admire and, and look after it, a lot of what people don't talk about is that how much time they spent actually just building muscle before they even looked like a cover model before they even looked aesthetic and lean as can be. Um, you have to spend time with bulking and this is a mind fuck for a lot of people. I know straight up a lot of people are like petrified of seeing like the calories as being higher than 2000. They're like, Holy shit. Oh my God. They just instantly where their mind goes gaining fat. So I definitely think think it was a a good topic to discuss with our listeners. Uh, The importance, I don't think we've done an episode strictly on the mindset episode side, side of things when it comes to this topic. Yeah, it's a, and and it's why, what do people do when they say, okay, I want to get in shape. Um, They they say, okay, well, I'm going to cut out, you know, all of this food, um, not knowing what, what to cut out. They just saying, I'm going to just cut out food, right? It could be good stuff that they're in, they're intaking. It still could be bad stuff that they're intaking, but they're just uh, cutting back on, on calories as a whole and jumping on a treadmill, right? Because, okay, I need to just lose weight. But how many of these people that, that come to you with this kind of uh, goal in mind are ready to do so? They're typically not, right? Like I've had that, those conversations of like, okay, fine, you want to lose weight, get it. I, I see what you want to do, but we kind of need to eat a little bit more first. And then I try to say exactly why, because these individuals, I mean, generally speaking, um, the majority of the ones that I've come across, they've, how, many, how much, how many calories are they taken? Like a thousand, 1200, 1500 tops, maybe. Right. On average, and that's yeah. on average, give or, give or take. Right. But um, with those numbers, if you cut back, I mean, how terrible would it be to eat like, you know, a thousand calories a day, you know, just one night out or one appetizer and your budget is already spent for the whole day or maybe even the next one. Right. So it's just you, 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 you can't just come in there with, the, with that intention. Yeah, John. What I wanted to add real quick and, and specify is we're talking about obviously that the rule is true you need to, to in order to lose weight you do need to be in some form of a of calorie a deficit. deficit of mm-hmm. a deficit and energy period you need to yep. get there to be able to get to a leaner place if you're someone that is 40 50 60 pounds 100 pounds overweight you probably don't need to do necessarily a bulking phase because obviously if you're that much overweight you are in balance of probabilities you are eating a lot you're eating that bulking phase consistently for a very long time because it takes a long time to pack on that much more uh, body fat. Now we're talking about the person that has maybe adjusted everything. They've gotten themselves into a, uh, a leaner place, but maybe even though you're lean, you look good, you uh, feel good. You're I, and I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Mike. Cause I know Mike's personal story. We know that we got you to a nice lean place, Mike. Um, and you were happy. You, you were like, dude, I, I, I look the best I've ever looked. I feel good. But you also know deep down that, like, you know what? I've never like properly done a, a building phase. I, I, I want to add more muscle. I want to build my chest up. I want to build my uh, shoulders up, whatever the back we kind of like took, we, we, we just looked at the pictures. We accomplished what we set out to do because we needed to get you nice and lean. And then we looked at it like, okay, we can build on this now. And then we set aside and we put a time of where we talked about your experiences with higher calories and just really focusing on strength and building muscle. We, we switched gears and 
things that you have, we had to be okay with, well, mainly you, cause you were going through it is, um, is being okay with the obvious fact that you were no longer going to weigh maybe that amount of, that much, you were going to weigh more. That was a big thing that I know a lot of clients have to go through is understanding that there is going to be some weight gain or their, their fat loss. Uh, they're, they're going to feel like they're going backwards, but we're intentionally doing this versus we're just letting go and falling off the wagon. If you will, we are strategically trying to add more uh, lean tissue on your frame, which is in my opinion, a lot harder than just cutting because you just have to eat less, right? You just have to be able to re- endure and restrict and you will lose to mm-hmm. build new tissue on your body. It takes so much patience and time. And there, there has to be some strategy. It's not just a, like, it just hope it happens. You got to have proper exercise, proper uh, calorie uh, intake and, and time. And also based on other factors, your genetics and all that good stuff. But Mike, um, what are your thoughts like on some of this stuff when it comes to a building phase since you firsthand went through it and you had an amazing transformation post the second cut? Yeah, well, I mean, I would just approach this from like a, a long-term standpoint. I mean, you know, what, what's my what's my goal with this specifically? For me in particular, I was trying to build muscle and a, a, obtain a, a certain look. Um. And with that in mind, it was easy for me to sort of align eating more with my goals and being okay with losing a little bit of fat, especially given the fact that I just lost so much fat and I saw how relatively simple it was. And I say relatively simple because yeah, at the end of the day, I was just eating less. Sometimes I was was a little bit hungry and I was okay with that, but more specifically for somebody that's trying to lose weight and you're not quite focused on the muscle building aspect of this. Think of this as like a part of a long-term plan. If I, if I tell you that you're going to be not eating very much food for the next year, that's going to sound like a really, really long year. If I tell you that we're going to be sort of phasing in and out of eating a little bit more and then eating a little bit less, and you kind of get these little breaks, it makes it much easier to swallow, um, (laughs) figuratively speaking. Um, so, I mean, think of it more as a long-term thing. If, if we're in a deficit all the time, all the fucking time, there's only so low that you can go and still maintain your sanity. And eventually you're going to break. If, if we're doing a deficit for three months or two months or however long it is, and then you get a little bit of a surplus thrown in for two weeks, four weeks, however long it is, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of stay in that mentality of like, okay, I can, I can keep this going. Um, you get a little bit of a break mentally from the fact that you're hungry all the time and you get to switch up your workouts and feel energized and feel like you're actually, you know, producing massive amounts of effort in the gym. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's part of a bigger plan. It's not just don't eat. It's more like don't eat sometimes and then eat a little bit more sometimes. Cause you got to think like, your metabolism is constantly adapting to what you're doing. So if you're always eating less, your body's going to expect you to always eat less. If you fluctuate and throw in periods of time where you're eating a little bit more, that makes eating less a little bit more of a, how do I say it? Surprise to your metabolism, I guess. So it keeps mm-hmm. things going in a downward trend. And I say downward trend, it's not always going to be a straight line down. Um, and it also kind of, keeps you fresh so that it's not such a daunting task well because if you think about it like you're every time you think about just fitness in general and if you and your only experience is ever just restriction and just the feeling of being hungry 
tired, groggy, whatever it is, there's actually a great benefit of just being able to focus on just your muscle building strength and that aspect and eating with the goal to gain more size. And this is for my ladies too. If you're trying to gain more glutes, gain more legs, typically that's what ladies want is they, they tell me I want a bigger, butt, I want a bit nicer legs and they've never worked out before. You need, we need to eat in a way that it's going to be advantageous for us to build muscle because if we're not eating enough calories, we're just not going to build anything. We're just going to, we can get so far and we'll look better. We'll be healthier overall. Sure. Yeah. But the look we're talking about a look and for our guys, um, I, I know that I struggle with this because I was always very skinny. So I always had kind of like that lean physique. And for me, I was, I kind of adopted the bulking, uh, the forever bulking lifestyle very easily. Um, but at the same time, I know it was hard when you started noticing that your kind of your ab definition started to go away, um, and, and, and being okay. Cause that's that, that even for me, never being like struggling with like, uh, serious, uh, weight issues. I know what it feels like to be lean and, and, and have abs, which is very like cool and respected right in the fitness space. That's a big thing. It's, it's understanding that like, okay, you might, you might lose that temporarily for a bit and that's okay. So uh, you, it, it's a mind game. You have to play with yourself. You have to be okay. You have to talk yourself into it and understand that you're shifting your focus. We're going to be building muscle. We're not going to be worrying so much about, you know, being super aesthetic because you can't, it's, after a while, you can't do both. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to be very honest with you, the listener. You can't always do both. You have to shift your focus in one direction and, 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 and dedicate your time to that. And you will get so much farther faster and be more productive than if you're trying to uh, be lean. Oh, I'm getting too small. I'm going to add more calories. I, I, I don't want to lose my butt. I don't lose my arms. I don't lose my chest. Then you start eating more. And it's like, oh, like I'm getting too fat now. And as you see this cycle back and forth that you never make progress in either direction. And I think we laugh because we've done it. We yeah, know I feel personally like. attacked right there because that was me for a, a good while where I was just playing ping pong or yo-yo with myself without making any kind of progress. If anything, I probably took a couple steps backwards by being in that ping pong phase. Right. You can't, like you said, you just got to be okay with it. You got to say to yourself, okay, it's going to happen. Even though you say to yourself, it's going to happen. I'm okay. It's fine. When you see the changes happening, you're just like, uh, it's going away. All right. My definitions aren't there anymore. My cuts aren't there. Uh, let me I'm go back. Through. No, no, no. You need to, you need to just kind of keep on moving forward and kind of like, you know, just, just, just pull those through there. I'm going yeah. through it right now, man. I'm like literally going to accept the fact that I'm not going to be super lean right now. Um, eating, uh, pushing my calories, uh, no less than X amount. And I'm trying to stay within a range and I'm eating more and, I, and it's actually, I'm enjoying it. You know what? I'm looking forward to like, dude, I still have to eat X amount of calories. I guess I look forward to eating more food and I'm falling in love with the, that piece of it again, because for a while I'm like just maintaining, I'm, I'm not trying I'm really not trying to overdo it. I'm really not training hard enough where I can justify just being in a surplus for the sake of being in a surplus. Cause obviously if you're just eating in a surplus and you're not properly training, we obviously have to prioritize. There has to be a, a reason for your body to build muscle. In this case is lifting intensity has to be there. Your consistency has to be there. I would even argue that you have to be even more consistent with your weightlifting while you're in that bulking phase than oh, you're yeah. cutting because you can, if not, that body isn't registering an anabolic signal that it needs to be pro tissue. It's going to be like, fuck, we're just getting a bunch of stored energy. Let's just put this away. And, and then you start getting that, that the excessive body fat. Now there's yep. obviously right in ways to do this. We've talked about this in extensive in many episodes, but the, the, the sum up here for that piece 
is being okay with being a little softer. But if you notice that you're gaining more body fat, you're gaining way too rapid weight, like on a, on a month to month basis, what's a healthy range roughly about, I would say, I would say no more than five pounds a month. Uh, and that's at the beginning. After that, I would say maybe uh, one to two pounds on the mm-hmm. scale a month is, is yeah. a nice safe place to be. We're still eating on a decent amount. We're still in the slightly going in, but we can guarantee that most of those calories and most of that, uh, most of that energy is going to be going towards building more muscle. And if you pair that with like, uh, every time you step on, you, you get, you approach the bar or the weights that you're actually always adding onto it. That means you're getting stronger. If you're getting stronger and you're, you're making those kind of changes, then, you know, you're in a good, you're, you're in a good place. Absolutely. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Just to uh, kind of drive it home a little bit more. I mean, you know, we're talking about building muscle and it may, hopefully it, if you've been listening to us for a while, it shouldn't come as a surprise that building muscle is actually a really good way to burn fat. Um, See. Because talking about monopoly, Monopolism, metabolism, monopolism, yeah. uh, mon- monopolism. Yeah, talking about the monopolism. Haven't you heard? Um, talking about metabolism, science. we need we need two things to increase someone's metabolism. That's food and muscle. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is to build muscle. So if we're if we're putting on like ten pounds of muscle, which isn't even really that much for most people, um, you're burning an extra five hundred ish calories a day just by existing. And if you know about calorie consumption and weight loss and all that kind of stuff, it takes about 500 calories every day to lose or gain a pound. So if we're burning an extra 500 calories a day by being 10 pounds of lean mass heavier, we're losing a little bit more weight just by existing. So that's kind of where we're, we're coming from here is if you're what, I wanted to say like, Mike, I want you to use this in one of your assessments coming up. I want you to say like, Right now you have a, mon- a monopolism, whatever the hell you just said. <laughs> what did you say? Monopolism. 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 We're going to get you to have a metabolism now. And it's just like, it's just a selling there point. <laughs> there you go. Right, right now you have a monopolism. And what I really like, want oh my, you to have. Oh my God. It's a metabolism. Um, I'm going to give you a metabolism and I'm going to sell so, you on the idea of a metabolism. That's where, but that's, that's, that's where this becomes, where this becomes relevant. I mean, you're not going to build 10 pounds of lean muscle. If you're in a deficit, you have to eat a little bit more to put that weight on to thereby set you up for success later down the line, which then becomes the, the, you know, the long-term commitment that we're, that we're talking about where we're actually thinking about this as a lifestyle change. So we're assuming that you're not just going to go into a calorie surplus and then quit exercise and stay in that calorie surplus. Cause obviously that would, that would not work out very well. That would end you with a monopolism. monopolism. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a freaking <laughs> a blood clot or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awful health condition. You don't want yeah. one. I promise. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's really important to highlight here though. You said long-term thinking there has to be for me personally, what I'm doing right now is, is purposely going into a falling in love with getting strong and getting my numbers up. Gabe, I don't know if you saw that. I was deadlifting already a decent amount. Hi. Yep. Um, so cool. no, but no, just having fun with just eating more calories, hitting my protein, getting those carbs up, get my body used to eating. Like I used to, I used to eat a lot back in the day, like years ago when I was really heavily focused on building muscle and getting strong, I didn't care so much on being super, super cut. Um, I just still don't want to lose a lot of the hard work because cutting, having to cut a lot is a pain in the ass. So I always try to keep 
the 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 weight the fat gain under control um so but i still i know that i have a lot of time but you'll notice if you're someone that always been on the scare on the side that you know fearful of doing this what you'll notice i'll tell you right off the bat you'll feel inherently leaner you'll feel uh just a lot better energy wise your lips will feel a lot better any joints and aches and pains typically feel a lot better because you're getting enough nutrients in your body and fuel that your body has that ability to like, um, you know, spread it out. You know, if you're just barely eating enough and trying to like, your body's just trying to recover from these workouts and survive it's and you start getting that wear and tear on the body, it being in a nice, like maintenance slash surplus and spending more time in those phases is going to make you just enjoy this lifting thing. Cause you don't feel completely drained every single time. And you're battling just with energy, uh, the mood and your energy being there to, to be able to be motivated to do these things. So understanding this, having fun with that process um, is only going to lead you to the physique that you ultimately want. Cause you're going to build it and you're going to, Mike was telling you, you're, you're going to be having more lean tissue, thus needing more calories to maintain that body. So you're cut when you decide that, you know what, I want to showcase and, you know, maybe get lean for a vacation, a photo shoot, a show, whatever it is. The process to get there is going to be so much smoother because now, since you've got adapted your body to 25, 27, 3000 plus calories on a consistent basis without gaining a bunch of body fat. Now, when you decide to cut a little bit, you can still have a lot of food and get lean in the process. And that's what happened back when I was first even playing with macros and calories and learning how to track that was the key to my success of being lean and staying lean because I've adapted my body to be able to maintain this at a much higher calorie range, which I didn't take. I took it for granted back then, but now I know I need to rebuild that. I can still do so. It'll take me a little bit, but why not have some fun, eat some food, lift heavy, just and fall in love with the process once again. Speaking of um, lifting heavy and you deadlifting, how was that liquid chocolate? Oh, it's, it's amazing. I love it. it. So when you put it on, like, how long do you need to reapply or is it good for a while? Do you it's take good. it off it's by just washing thing. your hands or how do you? Mm-hmm. So the liquid chalk, I forget the liquid something. I forget the name of the, the brand. No, it's not. It's not called liquid chalk. It's called something. It has, an, it has a cool name. Danny Matranga, I think I actually just got sponsored by them. Um, but basically oh, it's okay, a, okay. it's, it's liquid. You obviously apply it. You, you, you just wipe it like you're using hand sanitizer or something. Uh, it takes a couple of seconds and it'll start to dry out and it'll become chalk on your hands. It'll be, it'll be literally like legit chalk. And then obviously for my lifters that know, instead of carrying a block of chalk, which I used to, that's just a pain in the ass. It's more messy. This just allows you to carry it in a small container. You can deadlift and do all your heavy pull movements it's great. And then when you're done, just go ahead and wash it. And it kind of has a thing, a hand sanitizing effect. So it does like, it has a different uh, smells and it also has a, a hand sanitizing component, which basically, Hey, you're getting a little bit of both. Nice. I, I just, I just imagined like some super Jack dude, like pulling seven, 800 pounds. <laughs> He's got his liquid chalk with like a potpourri scent to it. I was, that's where I thought you were going to go. That's, that's where that citrusy one. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. I need a, Perfect. I need a eucalyptus one. But yeah, guys, um, the biggest takeaways here for our listeners is spend more time in the maintenance and bulking phase more times in the year. Like you want to spend maybe just a, if you can cut less and be in that deficit less, it's going to be better for you mentally, met, uh, your metabolism, your hormones, uh, muscle retention, because 
obviously being too lean, staying too lean, you run the risk of losing more of that muscle. And I think that's kind of what happened to me at one point when I got out of prep, I would kept floating with that leaner uh, physique. Uh, you're, it's hard unless you're super dialed in. It's not impossible, but it's just very hard. And most people are just realistic. It's not realistic. Spend more time maintenance, spend a little bit more time being a slightly bit softer and being okay. Like it doesn't have to be excess and where it's just annoying, but definitely like enjoy that process and making progress and performance and feeling good and making sure that your body is not getting beat the fuck down. You will just be more happy with yourself, happy with your numbers. And unless you're someone that needs to rely on photo shoots and competitions and being in that constant state where you're, you want to probably be in that, that look, and you're getting paid to look a certain way. If you're on OnlyFans, for example, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's what I was thinking. You, I was just like, if you on, happen to be on a certain platform that might be on, changing if you're on OnlyFans and you have a subscription for five ninety nine or whatever they charge, it's like new. How much do you dude, charge? Uh, seven ninety nine. I'm a little bit above average. This is <laughs> um, no, Gabe. I for for the listeners, I do not. I repeat, and if you see me on OnlyFans, it's not me. Especially if his name is Francisco or something. <laughs> okay. Um, with that being said, guys, close us out. Oh, just hold on, just real quick, just to kind of like put the the. I guess the you put the cherry on top, but I guess putting some uh, uh some sprinkles on top or whatever the hell you want to call it. If you're going to go for like an all out sprint, you don't just do that from, you know, standing straight and then just running as fast as you can. You take that one step back, gather yourself, and then you kind of like, you know, speed through. So do the same thing. Take one step back to be able to get to where you want to get to a little bit faster. Yeah. I think that the biggest thing there, guys, is I, we, I, was, okay. talking to a, I was talking to a client, do the hard work set yourself up it doesn't have to be bulking necessarily but get yourself bought your body ready maintenance get your body mm-hmm. set and primed and then cut hard cut aggressively get to your place where you want to be stay super laser focused one time versus like trying to do this back and forth like oh i don't want to be skinny i don't want to be fat i don't want to be skinny just fucking go and get ready and knock it out and boom you're there you're in a good place then you're like, okay, cool. Like now I'm here. Now we can see what we can do versus being back and forth where you drag that cut for a fucking year, especially when it's not much, when you don't need to, when you can be more efficient with your time, efficient with your work. There you go. Yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. Wise words. Alrighty. Yeah. Do you, do you want to, you want to go Mike or me to go? Um, yeah, I have a, I have a very, very intense question for you guys. Are you ready? Uh, if it's okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to okay. say if it's intense, save it for the end, but no, just get it over with. Okay. Like so you walk into a room. In that room, there is a rabbit holding a carrot. How he's holding the carrot without thumbs, I have no idea, but just bear with me. There's a rabbit holding a carrot, a pig eating slop, and a chimp holding a banana. Which animal in the room is the smartest one? The to be the person walking in. Hey, you're you're pretty you're pretty slick. <laughs> you're, you're definitely the smartest one in that room. Uh, what were you going to say, Jonathan? I literally it cut in and out, so I couldn't hear everything. Oh, okay. So I missed it. I was going to repeat, but that's fine. Yeah. Whoops. Um, hey, do you guys know that when I was um, when I was in the office working in the office, um, the boss used to call me the computer. 
uh, it had nothing to do with like speed or intelligence or anything. It's just that if I was left unattended for 15 minutes, I'd fall asleep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I can identify with that. Listeners, if you guys like this stuff, like this content, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to our podcast on audio form as well as YouTube or the platform of your choice. You don't have to do them all three. All three is even better. Or all the, not even all three. We have multiple now. Just share this podcast, get this out there, help us out, reach this message with someone that, you know, actually needs to hear this stuff and needs to get out of being in a a fucking deficit all the time. We need to bulk. We need to eat. We need to be strong. We need to be aesthetic. Support me. So I'm not the only one getting chunky on my own. And that's kind of the the whole insecurity part. No, I'm just kidding. But hopefully this information hit home for some of you or all of you. And we'll go ahead and check us out on the social media platforms at the next level show, Instagram page. My personal page is at John Alva fitness. Mr. Gabe is at prime and glory and Mike, he's at Mike Nillis PT. And you already know until the next one.